0: So I want to take a moment to inform everyone that you are not alone. And if you are suffering from some form of mental health, please go out and seek help from a licensed professional. Um, Too often in this country is mental health swept under the rug and more importantly, not addressed by Our family and our friends and sometimes it takes more than a village to get people help so if you know someone or you yourself are suffering from mental stress please seek out a counselor a licensed professional to better understand yourself and your circumstances it takes more than a village sometimes to fix our issues Everybody love everybody. So I took a really long vacation and it was very informative and I want to share my experiences with my listeners. Because we only perceive life through these two eyeballs. And sometimes it's nice to get a reference of logic and perspective from somebody else that has went out and sook answers or sook experiences to better understand their lives. And I myself spent several podcasts trying to, I don't know, illustrate myself as a person, try to come out here and um, put myself out there. And I found that the best way to learn yourself is by learning new things and not only learning new things, but being around people that are different than you. And I hope that, you know, the next several little segments that I do in this podcast kind of give, it, give you just a, an overall encompassing understanding of what it is to be fair and go out there and try new things. So please enjoy the podcast. Um, everybody love everybody. Here we go. So, my first stop on vacation was to Branson, Missouri. Now, why Branson, you may ask. You could have went anywhere and you chose Branson. Well, I watched a show on the Travel Channel um, about Branson, and there was this... um, mosaic of events that occurred on this TV program that made me want to go check it out. And um, there were three major points, positives, about this entire trip to Branson, and there were probably a dozen negatives. So we're going to do the positives first, um, and then we'll do the negatives. The first positive was the Dixie Stampede. Now, um, this is a show that kind of talks about the the South and the North and how, you know, the history of America was formed. And it was um, a Dolly Parton funded event. It's massive, okay? You feel like you're going in, first of all, you you enter the property off of a main drag that hasn't been updated in 30 years. um, And you enter this really, this really nice structure of a building in this massive parking lot. And as you walk to the exterior portion of this building, you just see horses everywhere. Um, there's probably two, three dozen horses and stables for the public to just have um, complete um, exposure to. It's really bizarre. Like these horses could potentially clear the fencing if they really wanted to and drive into oncoming traffic. I'm sure this is. Never happened, but who knows? It was just a really cool experience just to see how close you are to horses and how close those horses are to freedom. Uh, (laughs) But um, we went and we did the show, and it was a very interesting show. Now, the pricing of this experience is kind of high, but to me, price isn't a factor when you try to experience new things. New things often cost a little bit of money, and the Dixie Stampede was very interesting. Now, it is... Interesting to note that it was a very whitewashed story, one that um, really tells only one side of history. Um, it's kind of a fiction in a lot of ways. Um, there weren't any um, inclusiveness. There was no inclusiveness whatsoever. If you're a person that is all about inclusiveness, there was not a single minority that I could tell um, out there portraying the this, this show. Although there were um, people in the crowd that didn't look like me that watched it and seemed to enjoy it. So that was good. But you go into it kind of knowing that this is a family event. Um, This isn't um, supposed to negatively make you want to just puke from the history of our country, but it it was a positive demonstration. I think anything I could take from it was that I just think maybe they could have more diversity in their performers um, because it was pretty much white people in general demonstrating this. And I think the best way to move on while telling a really bizarre story is to include everybody. Um, The food, um, we were given a chicken, um, some pork loin, pork tenderloin cuts, um, some biscuits, um, some gravy and some soup. Um, Really interesting food, very dry, um, banquet style food, not bad. However, I would give the food a five out of 10. The overall experience was a nine out of 10. I highly encourage anybody um, to look up the Dolly Parton Dixie Stampede and look at other events that they that, that company does. They do some pirate stuff and they do some other rodeo work and stuff other than just the um, Dixie Stampede. So check that out. Um, we also went to Silver Dollar City. Now Silver Dollar City is a theme park um, that has rides and different kinds of stores. Very expensive to go to. Um, another pricey, Pricey event, cost me about two hundred forty bucks to take the family. Um, it is, I don't know, like, it's very very sterile, very clean, a lot of old timey things. Um, uh, different kinds of foods. We did a a meal card kind of situation. You get five meals for thirty bucks. There's smaller sides. We ended up buying a ton of funnel cakes because at the end of the day, um, we didn't have enough time and the lines were really short, but really long. Like they were understaffed incredibly. The overall experience could have been better. Um, couple rides went down. I think watching them make glass, have a blow glassing event that occurs every hour on the hour, which is really cool to watch them make and blow glass. Um, lots of interesting stores like that inside the um, Silver Dollar City property. Very cool. Again, another highly priced event but what can you do? Like, it's just, you're you're on vacation. Um, lastly are the shops. There's like a strip of, 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 um, shops in downtown Branson. Um, interesting food. We went to a couple, we went to the, um, Branson cafe. Uh, Not very good. Very bland food. Not going to give them a horrible critique, but again, this was a restaurant that was on television. I was, I had very high expectations. The food was not very good. Um, overall, um, the, the 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 pros, I told you, the cons are very, very obvious. One is the city is incredibly outdated. Um, it hasn't been updated probably since the 1980s. Um, a lot of the hotels are not updated at all. Um, they have moldy, kind of wet, like wet pool kind of smells inside the hotels. Um, the pool that we stayed at, we stayed at a hotel that, frankly, the Angel Inn is what it was called. Very outdated motel that. Um, the, the pool was disgusting. The jacuzzi was disgusting. Um, the entire town is just incredibly outdated. It looks like Buffalo, New York in a lot of ways. It's a dead town that never really expanded. You want to drive three-tenths of a mile on that strip in Branson, it's going to take you 25 minutes. Um, the, the stoplights, the congestion, really bad. Um, and really just a backwards area in general when i talk about backwards i'm just talking about just um we went into shops and they were selling nazi memorabilia um pro south um dixie uh dixie flags the rebel flag a lot of pro south stuff in branson it is kind of in the south in a weird way because around the border of arkansas i felt kind of uncomfortable at times going into some of these stores um and i felt like i was in a land that was forgotten this is not the city of America or town of America like they like to advertise. If it is, we still live in a racist country because um, it is very backwards there. The people are very nice. They understand that this is a tourist attraction. A lot of people from Kansas City and places around Kansas and Missouri come here kind of as a really brief getaway. Very pretty landscape, um, but there are a lot of, you know, Nazis that live in the area. There are a lot of um, alt far right-leaning people who live there it's not really a safe place if you're a people of person of color um i was told this by even natives of branson um that we were just talking nonchalantly when i was talking about the fact that they were selling world war ii memorabilia inside a thrift shop kind of bizarre so overall experience of branson was not positive although there were some interesting instances there i will not go back just because of what i just said but it the dixie stampede and silver dollar city were unique experiences and i'm glad i was able to to share that with my children um we then stopped in kansas city i of course got my kansas city joe's barbecue which is my favorite thing to eat um they call it joe's kansas city barbecue but i call it kansas city joe's love their barbecue sauce love the z-man barbecue sandwich um, every time i go there i get that and burn ends um, really had a great time eating that food came home with some extra barbecue sauce To kind of fend off the the sadness of not being near something that great, but we got there right before lunchtime, and the line was already about twenty five people deep. By the time we sat down, it was already outdoor, like always. Um, People have their quote best barbecue in Kansas City. That's my favorite. Um, Overall, um, best barbecue you'll ever eat. Best barbecue sandwich you'll ever eat. Um, Spent a handful of days. And Lawrence, because my dad lives there, um, went fishing with my dad, had a family fish fry. He he and his girlfriend made some amazing dinners, old timey, old fashioned potato salad, um, Italian pasta with like the old long noodles, um, fried fish, fr- uh, fried crappie my dad made. Um, we had grilled, we had chicken and steak, the whole nine yards. They really went out of their way. It was a phenomenal experience. Hanging out with my dad and his girlfriend in their old farm home. Um, Really enjoyed that. Um, Stayed in a really nice hotel. I mean, it was a brand new Best Western Hotel. We were in the executive suite. Had a decent view um, of the Kansas University. Like it was like a a recreational area for people to go run and swim and do all this other stuff. And it was just really pretty there. Um, Decent food, nice hotel. Had a generally good experience in Lawrence, always do. Then the trek to to Colorado, which honestly, like, there was a lot of highlights of our holiday, our our vacation. But after get taking nine hours through the night, we made ourselves to Pueblo, Colorado, which is is an interesting town. It's kind of like Branson. It's very outdated, but it's about forty minutes outside of Colorado Springs. Um, it's a little behind but I think that that town in about 25 years is gonna be the next Colorado Springs because as um, implants begin to move out there they're gonna realize they can't afford Denver prices or Colorado spring prices and they're gonna to try to move further out thus you will be in Pueblo which is like the last town where you can see mountains in Colorado um, on I-25 so it was a really um interesting stay at that hotel um, but we did drive to the Red Rocks and the Garden of the Gods, um, and the Cave of the Winds. We took pictures of the mountains of the Red Rocks. Beautiful place. Um, it, it's not one of the wonders of the world, but it should be. The kids had a really good time. It was warm. Um, kids were acting nuts, not appreciating these scenes. They loved they loved the view. Like all my kids want to move to Colorado now because of it. Um, took pictures had a good time with them, had a bunch of peanut butter and jellies, um, found ourselves going to In-N-Out Burger, um, and Jack in the Box. My kid, Audrey, my oldest, she wanted to try all the different restaurants, um, that she could while we were out there and we tried In-N-Out. She had the burger from there. She had Fast Freddy's. She had Jack in the Box and she, her consensus was that the Jumbo Jack is the best burger. I would have to agree. Um, it was a it was a cool experience to see my kid kind of try different cheeseburgers while we were on that little pseudo trip through um Colorado Springs and the Garden of the Gods. We then made ourselves to a Renaissance Festival up um not very far north from there. That was fun. Um I would say that the hotels in Colorado Springs are outrageous. A lot of the hotels um were overly priced um, throughout this entire triple. Some of that has to do with inflation. Another of it has to do with the fact that hotels felt like they could get more than they did. If you looked at availabilities of hotels, they were booked almost to capacity, but they left three or four rooms available just so they could you know, take advantage of people. And I didn't like that. Um, the pricing of hotels was about 40% higher than it's ever been um, outside of peak pricing. So that led to us um, driving all the way home without staying in a hotel outside of Omaha, which we'll get to in a minute because of the pricing. But um, yeah, it was, it was expensive to stay in Colorado Springs, which is why we found ourselves in Parker. Um, But when we went to um, the Renaissance festival in Colorado, I have to say like they go all out in Colorado with this Renaissance festival. We have one here, in Pennsylvania in the late summer, which is really cool, but it's not infrastructurally the same as the one in Colorado. It's not nearly to the level of um, complication, and it's it's kept it's kept better because it's in an arid climate. There's not as much water damage to wood. Um, they really do have a really cool experience there at the Renaissance Festival. Um, we got to watch um, juggling and. Um, concerts and everything else that were there that were really cool I had a really good time watching that with my family and friend and my family so um highly encourage people if they're ever in the Denver area to go to the renaissance festival in late July early July um because it's a really rare experience to go to one of those and really feel like you got your money's worth and I felt like the pricing of food was pretty reasonable um obviously to get a memento from there is kind of expensive I highly encourage you not to do that Um, try to save your money and tell your kids you'll get them something at a thrift store. Um, We ended up spending the remainder of our vacation um, in Longmont where my grandparents were near. I worked a tremendous amount during that time um, and we would spend our afternoons trying to to do other things. Um, We really didn't do much after that. Um, We wanted to stay close to the family um, so we could have time with the family. I got to I got three really good meals out of my grandma, Um, she made mashed potatoes and roast beef, she made lasagna, Um, we had salad, like it was like really good salad, like we we really had a really good time eating dinner there, and then kind of on our exodus um, out of Colorado, we we drove out of um, Longmont, and we drove to Omaha, Nebraska, and that drive on 80 versus the drive on 70. So if you ever have a chance to make that trek um, out of Colorado, avoid 70 if you can and take 80 because that's a beautiful drive. I mean, going from um, Denver up north through the the western part of Nebraska and taking 80 all the way through, 80 is just, Nebraska is a much more, diverse topography than kansas i mean kansas is very flat for about 200 miles um nebraska's got more hills and more valleys and they've got more trees and vegetation for you to look at and there's also crop fields and, and windmills and everything else that's out there but it's a prettier drive um and it's just as straight and just as easy to drive as 70 um we made our way to omaha which kind of left to our last climatic event, which was to go to the Omaha Zoo, and I have to tell you, I hate zoos, absolutely hate them. I think they're animal prisons, unless you're harboring a, an animal that is maimed that can't survive in the wild. I just see no purpose in having a completely healthy animal in a cage or in an aquarium um, when it could be living its best life. Unless it's an endangered species, again, you're trying to like keep the numbers up. I, I see a purpose there, but. There are animals that are on the endangered species list that are that are definitely in zoos, and I just don't really really appreciate that. And anybody that's pro-zoo and anti-cage, to me, don't make any sense, because they are basically over-glorified cages. But when we went to the Omaha Zoo, I was so fanatically impressed with the entire experience. It's the best zoo I've ever been to. It is as advertised. But the huge con is that there were over 100,000 people at the zoo when we got there at 10 a.m. I mean, it was already overpopulated. This is COVID times. you think that they would reduce the amount of people that could enter the zoo, but they need to get paid so they can pay for these animals because there are a lot of animals. You will spend three hours there and only get about a third of the overall experience that you would need. But because of the lines and the weights for just about everything, whether it's food or a special event, Um, I don't feel like it's worth the price point. It costs $25 a head. I thought that was grossly overpriced given the amount of waiting that took place. You could go to another zoo and get close to the same experience given the amount of people and volume at the zoo. But if you can go on a non-weekend and you can go when it's not as populated, I highly encourage you to do that. But if you don't, it's such a popular place for people in Iowa and others that you'll find yourself missing out on a tremendous amount of opportunities. So I highly encourage you not to go on a Saturday or a holiday because you won't get your money's worth and you'll feel like you got sh- shafted pretty badly, and we did. But it was a really cool zoo, and um, I would like to try that again when it's not busy, but we'll see what happens. Um, after that, as we sum up the rest of my vacation... Um, we wrapped it up. Um, we went the whole night from Omaha to Pittsburgh on 80, drove through all of Iowa, which it looks really small on a map, but it took six hours to drive through that state going 80 miles an hour. Um, Illinois took about four, um, Indiana took about four, um, about two ballpark. And then we found ourselves in Ohio. Like I just felt like the overall drive just seemed like forever. Out of the fourteen hours, I feel like we spent at least six in Iowa. <laughs> um, but the overall drive was was pretty easy. My I have to give credit to my kids. I mean, two bathroom breaks, one night in a hotel. Um, we drove thirty six hour thirty six hours between a hotel and and a zoo, and we were home. And they just rocked it and did a great job. Love my kids. Um, really good travelers. And um, anybody that says my kids are bad kids um, can kiss my ass because these kids kicked ass in a car doing what they had to do to get us home. They were ready to come home, see their cats. Um, By the way, we didn't leave our cats at the house for for that long. We had friends that dropped them off. Um, But we had a really good time. Got home late, like 5 a.m., had Sunday to recoup, and now we're already into Monday. So we had a really good time. Um, with some of our family, and we had a really good time with some of these events. I think the kids in general got to experience some good and some bad. They learned a lot from this vacation. They're ready to take another one that doesn't involve everybody, Um, and I think we're excited to do that. So I really hope me sharing this helped. I really hope that it encourages you to go out and travel the United States. There's so much more that we could have did. We really wanted to check out Mount Rushmore, but it was a little too far out of the way for what we are trying to get back home for. We wanted to check out Yosemite. We'll probably do that. Not next year, but the year after that. Um, they really had a good time. The kids and my wife had a really good time just seeing different parts of the country for what they are. And now they can say they've been there. So um, I hope to do this again. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, you learn a lot about cultures and how different each state handles COVID, by the way. Um, that's a fun thing to share. I mean, Kansas was a little bit more relaxed with COVID, but Nebraska wasn't. I mean, Nebraska was all about that COVID. Like, they were really trying um, outside of the zoo to to really regulate the experiences that you had. We went to a Ruby Tuesday salad bar in Omaha, and they you had to have gloves to eat a salad. That was weird. Um, masks are still preferred in a lot of locations, even inside the retail stores. Colorado, not so much. Um... Odd, considering it's a very liberal state, um, that they weren't as ball busty about the masks, but they weren't. Um, we 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 stopped briefly in Des Moines. Uh, they're pretty progressive with the masks as too, uh, the max masks as well. Um, but I have to say, like overall, um, the the Delta variant of COVID. Um, is a very terrifying scenario. And if you have a loved one who is not vaccinated, um, it's kind of terrifying because um, they really need to be vaccinated. Um, I'm not a huge vacciner myself, but um, that Delta variant is far more dangerous mm-hmm. than not being vaccinated. So if you know somebody, please take the time to let them know that being vaccinated is the best policy. With that, hope everybody has a great day. Everybody, love everybody.